Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers reportedly have mutual interest in extending his tenure past this season. Why is that the right idea? That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this live lunch break edition of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am James Yarko at JayYarko underscore Bucks, Deputy Editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com, here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And now, you can become a Locked On Bucks insider where you're going to get news, the inside scoop, and exclusive content delivered directly to your phone, plus one-on-one -on -one conversations with me via text message. You can join the insiders by going to joinsubtext.com slash LockedOnBucks to sign up. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LockedOnNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed on this episode we are going to dive in to the locked on bucks insiders mailbag and i'm going to tell you a few things to keep an eye on heading into week 17 against the new orleans saints but first baker mayfield was in the news on sunday prior to the games starting and while i would have loved to have had this conversation with evan evan has taken uh, some vacation time for the holiday he's not available for a WTSP Wednesday, but it needs to be discussed no matter what. So Ian Rappaport uh, and Adam Schefter both reported that there is mutual interest between the Bucks and Baker Mayfield to keep this relationship going into next year and beyond. And look, Baker is on pace for a career season. More on those numbers coming up in a little bit. But the relationship that he has forged with offensive coordinator Dave Canales, as well as the rest of the offense, is extremely important. Moving forward, the goal is that that relationship would continue to flourish and things would get even better as they all continue to get more comfortable with each other and within that system. And I think we've seen that play out in real time over the course of not just the season, but especially over the last month. So you take that and then you say another year together, another year to build and grow and, and continue this progress. It's going to go a long way. And the biggest question surrounding this is the cost. What is the cost of Baker Mayfield staying with Tampa Bay? The Buccaneers have a lot of people to sign and still not a ton of cap space. However, getting out from under $81 million in dead cap is going to help out a lot. But currently, Track has the Bucs with just over $47 million in cap space. They need to re-sign Mike Evans. They need to re-sign Antoine Winfield Jr. Tristan Wirfs is going to be in a contract year. Rashad White is going to be in a contract year. You have the, the stuff surrounding Devin White. But obviously... 
they have no starting quarterback without Baker Mayfield. So that is another position that, that has to be filled, no doubt. And you weigh the options. What is the cost of Baker? What is the cost to the team and their ability to succeed if you move on to a different quarterback after just one year? And Baker Mayfield is already on the books for 2024 for the Buccaneers for $2.3 million because of a prorated signing bonus. So you can actually help your cap situation by bringing him back and not having that 2.3 in dead money. So spot track who, you know, I, I like to use them as a reference tool. It's not the end all be all. They're not hundred percent accurate, but they do their market values and what they think a player can or should earn on an open market compared to that of players who have similar production. So they have an estimated market value of $17 million uh, of an average annual value for Baker Mayfield, which still makes him pretty affordable compared to a lot of other quarterbacks. Derek Carr, within the same division, who they're going to face this coming weekend, is sitting at $37.5 million average annual value. And Baker has outperformed him all season long. So under $20 million for a starting quarterback that is getting your team to the playoffs while you were cap strapped. You couldn't go out into free agency and, and really do anything outside of the draft to improve your roster is an absolute steal. I think the best route, and I've, I've mentioned this before, but I still firmly believe it, is you give Baker Mayfield a three-year deal with all of the guaranteed money in the first two years. You go back to those early signings by Jason Light where these guys were getting these massive deals. He always had an out, and it was typically after one year. You think Swaggy Baker. You think Michael Johnson. You think some of these other guys that they brought in, and it's like, look at these massive contracts, but after one year, they could get rid of them and get out from under them if it didn't pan out. So if you put all those guarantees in the first two years, giving the team an out, if things don't continue to progress and you know this team doesn't continue to improve is the best option for the Buccaneers in both the short term and the long term. And there's there's a lot to be said about Baker Mayfield's play. Again, some really good, some pretty bad, but a lot needs to be said about the kind of leader and the kind of teammate that he is in the building and how the other players have gravitated towards him in these situations. This is the guy that in the lunchroom will sit with every different position group. He bounces all over the place, and these guys love playing with Baker Mayfield. Ultimately, this is how I want to see this play out, and I think it's the best option for both sides to continue this thing. Baker and his wife love being in Tampa. I think this is a deal that you can get done. Three years, $75 million, between 40 and 45 million of it guaranteed, and essentially giving Jason Light and the coaching staff a team option for that third year. You're going to be able to tell a lot over those two guaranteed years where Baker is locked and loaded as your starting quarterback, and whether or not you have found the guy for the next five, six, seven years, or if it's going to be time to move on after those two. You want Baker and Dave Canales to continue to grow together, to continue to build this offense together. 
If you're changing offensive coordinators every year, if you're changing quarterbacks every year, you are going to stagnate and you are not going to get to the level that the rest of this roster can help this team get to. So that to me, moving into the offseason is the best move for the Bucs. I do want to jump in the chat real quick before we move on. Uh, have seen a couple of people mention the franchise tag, and, and that's where I really started with, with my thought process on this. The franchise tag for Baker Mayfield is probably a lot more than you are going to have to pay for him if you just sign him to a contract extension. If you sign him to a new deal, you're going to be paying less per year than what the franchise tag is going to dictate. I still think you make sure you save that franchise tag to use on either Antoine Winfield Jr., or Mike Evans, whichever one you can't get a deal done with first, that's the guy you use the franchise tag on. Use that extended negotiating period into July to get a long-term deal done. If you're going to bring back Baker and he and Dave Canales are going to do this thing together, you have to have Mike Evans there to help facilitate and make it happen. On the flip side, I already mentioned last week, there is nobody on the defense doing what Antoine Winfield Jr. is doing. The drop-off in production from him to the next guy up is so drastic, you cannot let him leave the building. And Bleacher Report is already predicting that the Los Angeles Rams are going to go hard after Antoine Winfield Jr., you make sure you lock him up ahead of time. So I want to save the franchise tag for one of those two guys if you can't get a deal done with uh, you know with either one before free agency actually opens up. Uh, we got Paul in the chat saying, I like this three-year 75 million is very fair. Um uh Jose Josu, um in the chat says, just my humble opinion, but I think Baker values stability and a home over price tag. I think that absolutely weighs into it. And as I've mentioned, and as we've heard before, uh, Baker and his wife absolutely love being in Tampa. I think that's going to weigh heavily on his decision. Not only that, but the comfortability that comes with coming back to a team for a second year, actually having the same offensive coordinator two years in a row the familiarity with the system, the familiarity with the the building, I think that's going to weigh heavily on it as well. Baker Mayfield made himself a lot of money this season. I do think the Buccaneers can get him a little bit cheaper than somebody else on the open market. But coming up next, we are going to dive in to the Locked on Bucks Insiders mailbag. Lots of good questions in there we get into all of that next here on locked on bucks part of the locked on podcast network your team every day you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event and game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You guys know I used Game Time to get awesome seats to take my son to see the Tampa Bay Lightning play the Columbus Blue Jackets. My dad and I are going to use Game Time to go see our beloved Fighting Illini take on the Ohio State Buckeyes in men's basketball because it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase and game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of an event or even hours after it starts. It is the place 
to find last minute seats. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N N F L for twenty dollars off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Couple of comments in the chat. Demon Hunter, I, I know I need a bigger lightning helmet, but I haven't been able to find one. So I went with the uh, the mini helmet. And then uh, I did see one other one that I wanted to touch on really quick. Uh, also, Demon Hunter saying, boo, Buckeyes, go uh, Illinois. Hope you and your dad have a lot of fun. I, I hope so, too. Should be a good time. Oh, here it was. Uh, we had uh, Fausto in the chat. I definitely spoke too soon on Dave Canales. He's been absolutely humming lately. He absolutely has, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that right now because it is insider mailbag time, and we're going to start with insider Mike, who wrote in, no offense to Brady, every Bucks fan alive needs to tell him thank you at least once, but do you think it's safe to say that the offense we have seen the last few weeks uh, at least is better than what Brady averaged over his last year? So I dove into the numbers a little bit. So last season, Tom Brady had a career high in attempts and completions, but he only had 4,694 yards and 25 touchdowns with nine interceptions. In 2020, he had 40 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. 2021, 43 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. The Bucs scored 30-plus points twice all season, and they scored fewer than 20 points 11 times in 18 games. That includes the playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys. This year, the Bucs have scored 30-plus in three games and fewer than 20 points just five times in 15 games. Baker Mayfield already at a career high in completions with 322, and he needs 33 attempts over the next two weeks to reach a career high there. He's two touchdown passes away from a career high and is currently tied with a career low in interceptions. So he's also sitting currently with a career high in completion percentage. It's at 64.3% right now. His previous career high came in his rookie season and it was 63.8. So that can obviously change with a bad outing in one of the next two weeks. But overall, it took a little while, but I would say yes. The offense is better than the one we saw last season, even though I just laid out all of those quarterback numbers. I think it goes beyond the quarterbacks. It's the offensive coordinator. Dave Canales has found a rhythm 
and a groove as a play caller, and it is showing in their production on the field. Last year, there was no rhythm. There was no groove. There was no improvement whatsoever from week one to wildcard weekend out of Byron Leftwich. It was one of the worst offensive coordinator performances I have ever seen in my 30-plus years of watching football. So the big difference to me, it isn't the quarterback. I'm not sitting here saying that Baker Mayfield is better than Tom Brady. Nobody's better than Tom Brady. But last year, the offensive coordinator did such a horrendous job that even Brady and Evans and Godwin and Fournette and these other guys couldn't elevate the play of the offense despite the bad play calling. But another big part of that recent surge that we've seen out of the Buccaneers offense is the run game. That's not something we really ever saw in 2022. And that production has opened up a lot of things in Canales' playbook as they become more two-dimensional. So a hat tip to the performance of Baker Mayfield overall this year. Again, he's had some terrible plays. He's had some really bad games. But as you see Dave Canales getting more comfortable and the offense opening up a little bit, both of their trajectories are up. And that's a big reason why the offense is doing so much better than they did with a better quarterback last year. Another insider named Mike says, who do you think has a better shot at comeback player of the year, Baker Mayfield or Joe Flacco? Absolutely. The answer to that question is Baker Mayfield. I love what Joe Flacco has done. It's been a really fun story to follow, but he's done it for four weeks. And in those four weeks, he's still thrown only one fewer interception than Baker has, and he's played about a quarter of the amount of games. So the Flacco story is fun, but he has not played overall to the level that Baker Mayfield has over 15 weeks. Now, I don't think that Baker will actually win comeback player of the year. He's certainly deserving of being in the conversation, but I doubt he wins it. Insider Dave asks, who has an expiring contract you'd prefer the team replace in the draft over re-signing? You guys already know my answer. It's Devin White. I love what he did last week. I hope he continues to do it the rest of the season. But the cost of bringing him back versus needing to bring back guys like Evans, Hemfield, Baker, maybe Levante David, Tristan Wirfs needs a long-term deal. You know, I, I think what Devin does on the field is more replaceable at a fraction of the cost than what those other guys bring to the team. Track has the, the market value uh, of an average annual value of Mike Evans sitting at $23.5 million. They have Antoine Winfield Jr. sitting at $18.2 million. Uh, obviously, again, those numbers are, are not an exact science, but it gives you a ballpark idea of what these guys could end up getting. Devin White wants $100 million. You, you can't give him $100 million. Uh, the, the consistency isn't there. The reliability isn't there. However, it is there with Mike Evans, with Antoine, with Tristan, even with Baker, to an extent. He's consistent in the fact that you know what you're going to get. He's going to have up games. He's going to have down games. But I think Devin White is the player that is the most replaceable in the draft in the offseason. And then another insider, Dave, a lot of multiple names uh, among the, the insiders. Uh, so if your name is Mike or your name is Dave or David, uh, become an insider because it is a Mike and Dave club. But he says... What if Chris Godwin throws the opening drive touchdown 
against the Saints. The Bucs don't have an opening drive touchdown this year. Uh, Chris Godwin has thrown a couple of passes. One of them probably should have been a touchdown. But, uh, yes, that would be absolutely amazing. But also, I want to see him throw it to Mike Evans while he's covered by Marshawn Lattimore. I think that would be the cherry on top of that scenario. Uh, Narav in the chat says, what if Devin signs three years, 21 million? Absolutely not happening. He wants, he wants more than 21 million a year. He's not signing a multi-year deal for that low of an amount of money. And somebody is going to give him the money that he wants. He's heaped a lot of praise on the Eagles. Uh, he's been sharing, uh, I think it was a, a Rams Instagram story the other day. He's going to have options out there. If he goes out into the open market and he doesn't get what he wants, maybe there is the chance that he does come back. But I, I think in the end, Devin White is going to move on and and the Bucks are going to be able to replace him. In the, They might already have his replacement in K.J. Britt. Let's be completely honest. And K.J. Britt, again, is a fraction of what Devin White is going to cost. I am going to give you some things that I think you need to keep an eye on heading into week 17 against the New Orleans Saints. That's next here on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and they are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection line and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is really simple to play, and I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. This week, I'm taking Baker Mayfield for more than 235 and a half passing yards. Chris Godwin, more than 61 and a half receiving yards. Rashad White, more than 69 and a half rushing yards. And Mike Evans, more than 68 and a half receiving yards. There's a big day coming for the Buccaneers. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Wrapping things up here on a lunch break edition of Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, deputy editor, SB Nation's BucksNation.com. Want to jump in the chat real quick? I see some of you guys dropping some questions. We got Demon Hunter saying, either Kalija or Yaya, who has a better chance of winning defensive rookie of the year? I would say between those two, it might actually be Yaya Diaby. With that said, neither one of them is going to win it. Uh, the defensive rookie of the year is going to go to Devin Witherspoon. Uh, at least it should. He has been every bit as good as Sauce Gardner was last year. He's been absolutely phenomenal for the Seattle Seahawks. That's why David and I were saying that the Bucs should draft him. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, shout out to one of the few uh, University of Illinois football players that I get to hype up uh, ever in the uh, in the NFL uh, Alexander says, James, would you say that Baker's having one of the best seasons a Buccaneers quarterback has ever had? I'm not ready to say that yet. I need to go in and really look because obviously the, the two best seasons 
that uh, that any Buccaneers quarterback has ever had has been Tom Brady in 2020 and 2021. I don't know exactly where this one stacks up, but I do know that Baker Mayfield is one of two quarterbacks uh, in franchise history to ever have 25 or more touchdown passes in his first season with the team joining Tom Brady in 2020. He certainly had a much better season than a lot of people anticipated, but I don't know if I'm ready to call it one of the best quarterback seasons ever. Um, there was another uh, another couple in the chat here. Uh, Alden uh, says, hello from the Smokies. Baker will generate interest from several teams. Baker's worth 25 to 30. If 25 put incentives to put him in the 30 range, clearly he thrives on chasing goals. What say you? I agree. I think on the open market, he is going to garner about 25 to 30. That's why I threw out that three-year $75 million option that, that hits that 25 a year. But you know, somebody could offer him, you know, four years for 160 million, but maybe only 80 of it's guaranteed. It, NFL players put a lot of stress on the guaranteed money versus the overall number. But I think 25 to 30 is is a pretty solid range. Like I mentioned, Spot Track had Baker at an average annual value of 17 million. So you know, he's he's played his way into quite a big contract uh, you know, this coming season. Uh, and then Matt in the chat says Saints would be perfect to get that first drive touchdown monkey off our backs. That it would, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, and then Brent in the chat says, I'm a Bucks fan and I want to win Super Bowls, not just make the playoffs and be one and done. The way the Bucks played against the Jacksonville Jaguars, they would be far from one and done uh, in the postseason. But Plenty more to uh, to talk about here. And a couple of things that I want you all to keep an eye on this week. Some of this was developing as I was getting the show ready. Carlton Davis was not at practice and is believed to be in concussion protocol. More on that surely to come later today. Devin White, according to the Week 17 depth chart, is back in his starting spot at inside linebacker. He certainly earned it with the way he played against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I still expect to see KJ Britt on the field and rotate it in, but it looks like Devin White got that starting spot back. Also, Rashad White was walking cautiously, according to Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. So that may be something that will cause some problems for the Bucs this weekend if he is dealing with any kind of foot or leg issue and isn't really a full go. Prepare yourselves now for a lot of running back talk come draft season. I'm not going to advocate to get rid of Rashad White, but the dude needs help more than Chase Edmonds or Sean Tucker are offering. I talk about it every single year, and the Bucs haven't done it yet. Got to get a top-level running back in the draft and think about the possibilities that that can open up for Dave Canales' offense. And then finally, Mike Evans. Evans left the first matchup against the Saints in the second quarter due to injury. At the time he left, he had three targets, three receptions, 40 yards. There was no problem at all getting him the ball against Lattimore, and he's going to look to have the same kind of start he did in that week four matchup in New Orleans. And I want you to think about this for a little bit. This is the note that I'm, I'm going to kind of leave you on. Mike Evans is two touchdown catches away from setting a new career high. Baker Mayfield is two touchdown passes away from setting a new career high. 
Those two are going to be on a mission Sunday to not only get those numbers together, but to do it in a scenario where if they win the game, they win the division. And that would make the Tampa Bay Buccaneers one of only two teams in the NFL to make the playoffs in each of the last four seasons. Evans has scored a touchdown in 11 of the Buccaneers' 15 games this season and has multiple touchdowns in two of those games. He could have multiple touchdown receptions in back-to-back weeks for the first time since ever. The first time ever of all the things that Mike Evans has done in his career, all the records that he has broken or he has tied, all the things that he has done on an NFL football field, he has never had multiple touchdown receptions in back-to-back games. And just like uh, you know, we had talked about in the chat how, how great it would be for them to get that opening drive touchdown monkey off their backs against the Saints or Chris Godwin to have a touchdown pass against the Saints. Imagine if the Saints of all the teams are the team that Mike Evans has multiple touchdown receptions against to get that mark back to back for the first time in his Hall of Fame career. You can't write it. You can't script a story as good as that, just like last week, looked, you know, Devin White's performance looked like it was out of a Hollywood script. Oof, that would be a lot of fun to talk about on a uh, Sunday live reaction episode. I'm going to have plenty to say with Locked On Saints host Ross Jackson coming up on a crossover Thursday episode tomorrow. But as for this episode, I do have to get out of here. I want to thank you all so much for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Make sure you come back for that Crossover Thursday episode tomorrow. If you want to be a Locked On Bucks insider and join these mailbags, of course you can do so at joinsubtext.com slash Bucks. Check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow everything on Twitter at Locked On Bucks and at JRCO underscore Bucks. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. Thank you so much for joining me right here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 